As Fijians await the announcements of the official dates for this year's election, there's a lot of controversy surrounding the recent electoral amendment introduced by the Fiji First Government. Among other things, they give more powers to the supervisor of the elections, Mohamed Sanim, which could have a silencing effect on the opposition party's campaign efforts. Kuroi Hawkins spoke with Pacific politics expert John Frankel and began by asking him to explain some of these recent amendments. Well, um, since the 2013 constitution, they passed a, an electoral decree in 2014 and also there's separate legislation for the registration of voters and for political parties. And there's been amendments of all three of those pieces of legislation, uh, a lot, lot of different amendments, including amendments that uh, dramatically increase the power of the supervisor of, the, of elections, um, um, amendments to the way that voters are registered, uh, which is worth talking about, and uh, uh, amendments to um, uh, the political parties decree, amendments that um, require um, parties to cost their campaign pledges which I think the consequences of which will be that parties won't make many campaign pledges. This is a fallout from the uh, uh, promises about the minimum wage at the 2018 election. Uh, They're trying to make sure that all these these promises are costed. But, of course, none of the parties have released their manifestos yet, and uh, we'll we'll see what they look like, whether there are firm promises in them that that might have financial or fiscal repercussions. You you made an interesting... um uh, point, and that we'll probably use this to to go into some of these amendments about how there, there's almost a trail from the amendment to what instigated it. Yes, yes. I mean, for for example, there is an amendment to the uh, uh, the um, registration, the electoral registration of voters amendment bill of 2020, and the um, uh, th- that is uh, requires that uh, the names under which people are registered is the same as the name on their birth certificate, which is a big problem for married women who are going under the name of their husband and live a political life under the name of their husband. Many people in Fiji use names that are different from their names on the birth register. So in theory, all of those, well, in practice, all of those are required to uh, re-register under their, the name and under their birth certificate. And married women are required to go and change their birth certificate so as it features their married name but some of them are reluctant to do that and that will potentially disenfranchise a lot of people so you might ask the question why are they doing that why would uh, fiji first the fiji first government want to do something like that it's irrational from the point of view of trying to win the election or trying to court public support the explanation goes back to the niko newaikula court case which uh, where uh, it was found that one opposition MP who's in fact now in prison, uh, Nico Nowakula, was that was not the name on his birth certificate. So they had a court case about this, and the the government actually lost that court case, got very very angry about it, uh, and as a result they went and imposed this electoral amendment, which is um, you know not going it, it just disrupts things and is sort of spiteful and uh, rather kind of petty in many ways. Not, not, it's not an effective strategy for winning an election. Now, for the, for the increased powers of the electoral commissioner, um, um, how much more power has he been given and what, and what sorts of power? Well, well, for example, he can require information and, uh, from candidates and parties, and if they don't supply it, there are severe penalties that uh, can be imposed on them, which are, um, are rather worrying. 
Um, and there's another amendment that says that um, yes, a, a, the parties have to cost their campaign pledges. Uh, and uh, all these things amount to a significant increase in the power of the election supervisor. Uh, but it's rare to have an election supervisor who commands so little confidence among the opposition parties. Almost all the opposition parties have called for him to step down. Um, in fact, he said he was even going to step down himself, but has now decided to continue with uh, uh, some arrangements that have been made with the uh, Fiji First Government.